0: Military Times headline five days ago US troops in Middle East brace for significant escalation of attacks. Hindustani Times headline three days ago US bombs Iranian sites in Syria after attacks on troops in the Middle East. I don't know if you realize it or not, but Russia, China, and Iran are all allied against the United States right now. They're being called the new axis of evil. One of the Koreas, I think, is involved sometimes. Turkey, uh, Erdogan up there, their uh, prime minister, he's talking about how he wants to invade Israel and uh, get involved in the war. I guess he sees what's going on and feels left out or something. But... And, you know, people, every now and then, somebody will mention World War III, right, in, in a very frightened way. And uh, people are scared right now. They're afraid, and, and they're looking at Christians Uh, And we need to be up to speed on prophecy and have no fear uh, because this is the time when we can minister to people. If we don't have answers now, uh, they won't listen to us later. And so um, believers and unbelievers both. We need a big picture view of current and coming events so we have solid, not sensational information to share with others. The Bible tells a story of how a holy God can save sinful human beings without compromising his love or his righteousness. The only way is for God to become a man in order to substitute himself as the acceptable sacrifice for the sins of mankind. In order to add humanity to his deity, God had to be miraculously born into the human race. In order to be miraculously born into the human race, there needed to be a people, a nation, that was chosen by God to be those he would descend from. Those people are the descendants of Abraham through the 12 tribes of Abraham's grandson, Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel. Jesus was born according to prophecy. The leaders of Israel rejected him, however. Rome also was involved in his execution. We're not anti-Semitic, we're not blaming this on Jews. Jesus rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and he promised he would come again. When he returns, all Israel will be saved. In the interim, it's prophesied that Israel would be scattered throughout the entire world, regathered to her homeland, be reestablished as a nation, resulting in trouble for all nations. These are the key prophecies that Israel has fulfilled Uh, These are fulfilled prophecies, miraculously so, 70 AD until the 1900s, the Jews were wandering Jews out in the world, dispersed to all the countries of the world where they were hated and persecuted, and yet they remain an identifiable people. No other people group has ever done anything like that and then they were regathered into their land and then they became a nation, May 14, 1948. And since then, they've been a heavy, troublesome stone around the necks of all the nations of the world. You see what's happening right now. Uh, we're on the verge of World War III because this group, Hamas, as their stated purpose, wants to kill every living Jew. Uh, and so it's, a, it's an incredible thing that's happening over there we understand it. It's the fulfillment of prophecy. In the interim, Israel has not repented of rejecting Jesus Christ. uh, And so God has designated the coming seven-year great tribulation for her repentance. He calls it through Jeremiah the time of Jacob's trouble, specifically identifying uh, Israel as the main actor in the great tribulation. Yes, there will be tons of Gentiles Gentiles become believers, etc. but it is really a time for God to deal with Israel so that they will receive the Lord when he comes at the end of that seven years. Leading up to his return as king, there are three predicted yet unfulfilled military campaigns that we could talk about. First of all, we read in Isaiah and Jeremiah that the city of Damascus in Syria is gonna be completely destroyed, raised to the ground, never to be a city again. Uh, that's never happened in history. There have been times when Damascus, uh, Syria was conquered, but they exist as a city today uh, as well. And so we're looking for that to happen at some point. It's interesting that uh, the uh, uh, Israel is bombing the Syrian airports because uh, the uh, they have, you know, armaments coming in from other countries and whatnot. And we've uh, had some strikes into Syria, the United States. And so we keep our eyes on Damascus. A uh, second battle, Gog will form a coalition of nations to attack Israel. I know that sounds funny, but you'll hear people say, asking, uh, is this Gog and Magog? And you're like, what language are you talking? You know, Gog and Magog come out of Ezekiel 37. 38 and 39. Gog seems to be a title like Pharaoh. We read in part, uh, I will turn you around, Gog, put hooks into your jaws and lead you out with all your army. You will come into the land of those brought back from the sword and gathered for many peoples on the mountain of Israel, which had long been desolate. They were brought out of the nations and now all of them dwell safely. And so Israel is going to be in the land dwelling safely. And uh, this... Uh, Pharaoh-like Gog figure is gonna come down with a coalition of enemies to try and destroy the Jews. Ezekiel lists the nations that allied with Gog. The latest scholarship says they are Russia, Iran, Turkey, Libya, possibly Algeria and Tunisia, the Sudan and the territories in the southern part of Russia that were formerly part of the Soviet Union, including uh, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, Kyrgyzstan, Turkmenistan and Northern Afghanistan. These are all named in the Bible. Some of them have their uh, ancient names. For example, you'll read Persia. Well, Persia is modern Iran. uh, And so we know them as Iran today, but these uh, particular nations will be together and uh, they will come down to try and invade Israel and they'll be wiped out uh, by God. Uh, Number three is uh, Psalm 83 reveals another war between regathered Israel and her enemies. It reads in part, they have said, come, let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be remembered no more. For they have consulted together with one consent. They form a confederacy against you, the tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagrites, Gabal, Ammon, and Amalekites, Philistia with the inhabitants of Tyre, Assyria also has joined with them. They have helped the children of Lot. This is not God, that's not the same invasion. Some people say, oh, it's just another way of looking at that same invasion, but the nations listed are completely different, not the same at all, and the two campaigns are dissimilar when you begin to compare them. So when will this Psalm 83 and Ezekiel 38 and 39 conflicts, when will they go from prophecy to history? We don't know, and that's a solid answer. No one knows because the Bible doesn't specifically say when they're going to occur. We do know that Ezekiel 38 and 39 has not yet occurred any time in previous history because, first of all, Israel had to be regathered in her land. That's a specific uh, principle of that happening. And uh, so we haven't seen that in the regathering time, and so it's yet future. And the Psalm 83 war likely occurs before that. uh, And so they could occur anywhere from now uh, until the... A battle of Armageddon when Jesus returns at the end of the seven years. And so uh, people are asking, well, do these current events, what's happening right now with the Hamas war and Hezbollah and all that, does that match any of these? And really, uh, it, it doesn't fit right now. Uh, I'm not saying this couldn't turn into something, but the different nations are involved. And when God, remember, when God does a prophecy and He gives specific names and nations, That's going to be actually true, factually true. It's going to be exactly the way he says it, not just a little bit like it. Uh, And so right now, we don't have quite those alliances. Someone has said, and I like this quote, you can't see the picture when you're inside the frame. Uh, And so a lot of times we're looking at prophecy from inside the frame. We know what's going to happen, but we can't really see how it's going to develop until God brings it all together. And so we are uh, looking at that. People are saying, what's going on? Uh, we know what's going on in the big picture, I guess, is what I'm getting at. And everybody, you know, they're, they're, they're wondering what's going on in the short time. You know, is this this war? Is this that war? And that's why we want to just say, hey, we know what's happening with Israel. We know what's going to happen. This is all the fulfillment of prophecy, yes, but we're not exactly sure. And, and I think that's important not to become sensational. I've saw all kinds of stuff on YouTube, and uh, you know, people are doing this Jewish gematria with the numbers, and these numbers lead up to this, and all of this other stuff that's not really going to pan out. And so we need that foundation, and from that foundation we can really minister to people. Um, these conflicts, by the way, they could predate the Great Tribulation. They could happen before the Great Tribulation, meaning that the church might still be here when they happen. And so we could be in for tough times. You know, just because we're not going to be here for the Great Tribulation doesn't mean things aren't going to get tough in our world, right? And we're not really, I I want to be careful saying this, we're not really suffering very much here in the United States, right? I mean, but we do complain. I mean, gas prices and food shortages and stuff. I mean, um, you know, life isn't as easy as it was a few years ago. Uh, but things could get a whole lot worse here. So I, I want you to know that just because Pastor Gene tells you that the Great Tribulation, we're going to avoid that, doesn't mean we can't be in for some tough times. And we're waiting to see what God thinks of the United States, aren't we? You know, in terms of uh, whether we're going to have some kind of, you know, judgment or not. And when I see our leaders, sometimes I think, Oh, Lord. You know, uh, it just it, it, it's like I, I don't want to get too far into this, but it, it's kind of like, uh, you know, we're, we're doing you know the, the world is about to explode for, you know, the, the nuclear war, World War Three. And we can just barely figure out how to elect a speaker of the House. Right. And I, I don't want to get political. I don't care about that. But it would seem like we'd be more up on things right now. Right. More more able to, to work. And, and our president. I don't think anybody thinks he's really capable of handling a nuclear situation do they well at least we have the vice president to step in right I mean we're in real trouble with leadership I mean this is you know you read Isaiah like we're doing uh, and it's like hey God says here's your leaders the, you know the, you these are the leaders you deserve and they're all off doing something else that has nothing to do with anything and so uh, who knows what's going to happen so uh, I, I don't want anybody to, li- to think that we can't uh, suffer a little bit more before we go to heaven. Uh, one last thing in the prophecy update part of it. I found, this is fascinating to me, there's always stuff out there that you just don't know anything about. Uh, are you familiar with what's called the Shanghai Cooperation Organization? Anybody heard of the Shanghai Cooperation Organization? Wow, I hadn't either. It's been around since 2001. Its member states are India, Iran, Kazakhstan, China, Kyrgyz uh, Republic, the Islamic Republic of Pakistan, Russia, the Republic of Tajikistan, and Uzbekistan—all those nations—and then Iran entered this uh, cooperative this year on July 4th, which was, I'm sure, not a co- uh, you know a coincidence. And so, what it is, it's a coalition of nations that are cooperating with one another to, to you know, help strengthen one another and all. And you recognize a lot of those from the nations in Psalm 83 and uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39. It's almost as if they're saying, hey, we read the Bible too, and we're going to all get together, like it says, and do damage to Israel. And so there's a lot of unusual things going on in our world that line up with Bible prophecy. Jesus promised the church. I will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. He will keep us entirely out of the tribulation by coming to raise deceased believers who are in Christ uh, and then rapture or change us and catch us up to be with the Lord. And we who are alive and remain will be with them forever. The return of the Lord for us is always an imminent event. It could happen at any time. Nothing needs to occur before he comes for us. And so the question always is, are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready and stay ready and keep looking up because ready or not, Jesus is coming.